It's time for the May 30th, 2014 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And, uh, yeah, good boy, Molly. Good boy. Why? Why is he a good boy? You yeah, say that. Why is he? Because he's out there. He's digging. He's dragging things well, around. Yeah, he's you know you're stuff. right, Mike. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he's going. You know he has a cynical distrust of us. Oh. Yeah. Well, he does, pardon he, me. I don't. Yeah. Uh, okay. I he that's I call him good boy because I'm a little bit. I'm trying to 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 heal that relationship. Okay. Right. I had no idea and, it had yeah. fractured. So it was so. Yeah. And, so and of course damaged. he has a cynical distrust of us because we have a cynical distrust of pretty much everything. <laughs> and along those lines. Yes. People with high levels of cynical distrust may be more likely to develop dementia, according to a new study. Huh. Cynical distrust, which is defined as the belief that others are mainly motivated by selfish concerns. Who do you mean reality? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> has been associated with other health problems, such as heart disease. So, so I'm looking forward to a heart attack <laughs> and dementia. I, I hope the heart attack comes first. Yeah. Because, you know, it would be foolish to have dementia after you were dead. Yeah, yeah. that was that's true. Yeah. And, uh, so, so yeah, reality. So people, uh, yes, yeah. yes. Well, okay. Yeah. Uh, everybody good... is, is here for... For the goodness of it all. Yes. Right? Yeah. But, Everyone acts in in an altruistic yeah. and utilitarian uh-huh. uh, way. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's, that's why we read the news, because everything we say is going to be upbeat. Yes. For example, scientists have used low-power light to trigger stem cells inside the body to regenerate tissue. Okay. That's pretty amazing. That the is. research lays the foundation for a host of clinical applications in restorative dentistry. Well, yeah, this is an article I read. You know, this sounds amazing. And the first thing they put up is restorative dentistry. Yeah. As if, if you, if you know, you, you learn how to restore tissue, the first thing you want to do, of course, is to have good-looking teeth. Yes. Yeah. And, of course, regenerative, regenerative medicine uh, more broadly, such as wound healing. I would see, think that would be kind of up at the top, I there, wound healing, very not restorative very, yeah. gen- dentistry. Bone regeneration, there is something that... Ties in restorative gen- dentistry, but I think if you had all your limbs broken, that would you'd want to have that done before you went to the dentist. Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, that that is the uh, that is of course the cynical distrust in me of this whole article. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, a UN agency says the world has reached a new milestone on carbon dioxide. We should be excited about that, Mike. It's reached new heights. Yeah, new, reached new, new levels. Hi- in, in, okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, which is driving climate change. How how can I not be happy about that? I, we're number one. Yeah. The World Meteorological Organization warned that in April, for the first time in history, monthly concentrations of CO2 in the atmosphere topped 400 parts per billion or million throughout the northern hemisphere. That would be million. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the uh, this uh, president there, secretary general of the World Meteorological Organization, I think they just want to get in the news. Yeah. They called for urgent action to cut emissions. The uh, they, time is running out, they said. What organization said this? The World Meteorological Organization. Uh, I have no idea who they well, are. Uh, well, the Meteorological um, uh, Fellowship, of International Fellowship, thinks they're a bunch of tools. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow. I, I know they have kind that's of That's just a, the yeah. cynical distrust in yeah, you, Mike. Well, see, that, yeah, yeah, that's uh, true. I'm a member, so next I, I week, would know. Coming right up, President Obama is expected to announce a new regulation to cut carbon pollution. I think he probably paid the World Meteorological Organization mm-hmm. to say 
that time is running out, so his little boost could help out in the news. But then again, that might be my cynical, cynical distrust yeah, coming that is, through. That sounds like it. Uh, the leading source of carbon pollution in the United States, of course. The warning from the WMO came just days after House lawmakers passed an amendment to a major military spending bill, which bars the Pentagon from using funds to address climate change. Yeah. Yeah. Well, That's so... I uh, Yeah. Well, there you go there again, you go. Mike. There you go. Being cynical. Being cynical you should be happy about, about this. Oh, my God. Yeah. Egyptian General Abdel Fatal el-Sisi. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Is poid, poised. Poised for a landslide victory in Egypt's presidential elections. I, I think poised. I, he got 90% of the vote. 90, yeah, 95. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Really. That's crazy. That's a lot. CC becomes the sixth military leader to run Egypt since the army overthrew the monarchy in 1952. Turnout was at just 44%, which was a little bit disappointing. No, it was a lot disappointing. Yeah. Well, it was 52% when uh, Mohamed Morsi was elected last year or two years ago. And oh, there was a lot of, but there was this. There was a lot of the same dynamic in place. A lot of people were yeah. not uh, uh, voting because they felt that True. there wasn't a. a, a a real representation of the spirit of the Arab Spring in either yeah. any of the candidates. There's, there's no representation of well, the yeah, spirit of Arab yeah. Spring. And you, as you recall, Mike, Sisi led the military coup that ousted right. Morsi last year. The Egyptian authorities scrambled to boost voter turnout, Yeah, but didn't help. They even declared a public holiday. They declared well. They, they did yeah. a lot of stuff. They declared a holiday for state and private employees, banks, and the stock market. Train fares and bus fares were suspended state, on state television. The police said that they would help transport the elderly or the sick to polling stations. There were people that there were commentators going on the air pleading with these people to go. They were all you know tools of uh, CC. Oh, uh, there people you go again. Come right. out. Uh, uh, they, they they basically there was one guy who got on the air and started crying. He really? literally was crying. That was me. <laughs> that yeah. was you. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, it had his... nothing to do with the election. <laughs> I... was... yeah. he, he's been listening to Weekly Signals, yeah. and he just started, he just burst into tears. The one last thing is, uh, CC made no campaign appearances in uh -huh. person. All of them were interviews, and say, he never, he never did one campaign thing. Huh. That, so that says something about the election itself. And he was rarely seen in public. So it's just great. It's nuts. Yeah. Yeah another, yeah. another healthy democracy in action. Shall we go to the Ukraine? Yes, we should. <laughs> yeah. Mahler. Mahler loves the Ukraine. For Ukraine. <laughs> Uk Uk not, yeah. Not, not the cream, but <laughs> cream. Ukraine says it is taking control of the airport in the eastern city of Donetsk following Fierce clashes with separatist rebels. The Ukrainian government says 48, per 48 people were killed, nearly all rebel fighters. At least that's what they're saying. The violence followed Ukraine's election of billionaire candy tycoon yeah. Petro Poroshenko. I think they call him Chocolate or Choco, something Choco. They have a nickname for him, but yeah. It's the, Choco? He, he, has a, he has a huge uh, chocolate empire. Gummy. Gummy. Funny thing is that... Uh, the Russians aren't all uh -huh. that thrilled with this guy because he's not one of their guys, specifically uh -huh. one of their guys. Uh, they banned his chocolates in in uh, in Russia because they said they were unhealthy. Which you know, I know. I mean, honestly, it's just a farce because they, he ships them all over the world, and this is the only place on the planet that has a problem with the sanita sanitary sanitary uh, value of his chocolate. So now, yeah. should I want to eat Petro Poroshenko's or Chaco's? 
uh, yeah, it's, I forgot his chocolate. chocolate. Yeah, is, uh, is there a know. boost in you know? Can he make something well, out of well, this? I don't, you know, you know yeah, chocolate from uh, the leader of Ukraine. You have know, a, kind of a real, you know, they should rename him Eastern a, European look, kind of a propagandized look on the chocolate bar. Yeah, if he, if he, of, yeah, re, re, Chaco, Chaco, and renamed him, you know, uh, Freedom Kisses. Freedom Kisses, I like that. Yeah, see, uh-huh. that would be. I think that we we might buy that. More than 30 people have been killed in the Boko Haram's latest attack in Nigeria. Militants struck a military base in the state of Yobi, killing dozens of governmental forces. The attack comes amid rumors of talks between government and Boko Haram representatives over the freeing of more than 200 kidnapped schoolgirls. The head of Nigeria's military has said the military now knows where the abducted girls are being held, but is ruled out using force to rescue them for fear of endangering their lives. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's understandable. Yeah. By the way, uh, it's sort of related news. Uh, the news of the uh, the Boko Haram and the women, the girls who were kidnapped. The U.S. is in the midst of setting up a U.S. special operations troop to help uh, that are creating uh, elite commando units in four uh, African countries, uh, and this is growing talk with the uh, among the Obama administration about the homegrown. African counter-terrorist teams in Libya, Niger, uh, Mauritania, and Mali. And this is something we've been talking about for a number of years, is that the U.S. is setting up a central command specifically for Africa, and it's only a matter of time before Boko Haram or somebody else becomes the next Hitler, and we have to send troops there to kill lots of people. So um, that's just my... The next Hitler. The next... There's someone is... Is, is being groomed to be the next Hitler, just me being very cynical, I guess. I thought that was Saddam Hussein. Wasn't he the next he Hitler? He was, yeah. but he's no, there's no longer, he's no longer with us, so yeah. we need another next Hitler. And, maybe, and then there was Bob Dylan. There was Bob, there was Bob Dylan. Yeah, he was the that, next Hitler, yeah, I think, at one for, point. Yeah, at one point. And then he became the next Bob Dylan. Then he became... <laughs> I, you know, I shouldn't have brought brought up uh, Boko Haram because I could have jumped right in following Ukraine and the candy uh, tycoon, jumped right into Ron, Russia launching a strategic drive to unlock its shale oil wealth. Oh, As no. crude output stagnates and reserves run low in the western Siberian fields, as you well know. Okay. They want to uh, replicate our technology leap in the near total reversal of policy for them because they were going to... Uh, just use regular old pump from the ground liquid right. fuel. The liquid gold. Yeah. Yeah. But nope. The U.S. Energy Department estimates that Russia has 75 billion barrels of recoverable shale oil resources. That would be the world's largest deposits. Right. Now, and the, good luck to them. Yeah, and the U.S. Um, has a huge reserve of oil shale. Uh, this is the thing. Maybe it's what we were talking about. We're going to get to that. Peak oil and all that stuff. This is the dirtiest stuff we can be doing. Yeah. This is absolutely the worst. That's why that's why there's this increasing development is we're running out of the stuff you pump out of the ground. Huh. I think. I may be wrong about that. I don't know how. But it, it's definitely a... a uh, Far-right right nationalist parties and Eurosceptic parties. Yeah. I just like... I would like to be a Eurosceptic only because I like the name. Eurosceptic. Yeah, don't you think? Yeah. Sounds like a... Sounds like an intestinal disorder to me, but go ahead. It sounds like something you would use to view a uh, intestinal disorder. Well, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, that's true. It's what they put on the end of a probe, <laughs> or that's a gyroscope. Sorry, where was I? You were talking about the 
far oh, yeah. far right nationalist parties and Eurosceptic parties favoring a weaker European Union made significant gains in EU parliamentary elections, with the National Front earning an estimated 26% of the French vote, the UK Independence Party 28% of the British vote, and the neo-Nazi Golden Dawn Party 9% of the Greek vote. This doesn't sound like a good name. You know, I know I'm into names and all. And I, Golden Dawn. Well, just the whole thing there. You know, yeah, neo-Nazi Golden Dawn. Yeah. That's part of their, uh, I, I think it is, part of their name. Yeah. Well, there you uh, go. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. It's just Golden Dawn Party. Yeah, yeah Golden Dawn. Yeah. Yeah, there are, I, a lot of people are, yeah, apparently, uh, dis, you know, distrustful of the European Union, the idea behind it. But there's always going to be third of any country that doesn't want to do something like that. Yeah, it's only 9%. Yeah, I mean, Golden you're always going to have 26%. Yeah, that sounds about right. When things aren't going well economically, they're going to blame they're yeah. going to blame others and uh, 9% of Huntington Beach was skinheads. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. General I, Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was going to General say General Youth, you were going to say? No. You were going to say? You say no. 9% of 9% of KUCI are skinheads. Really? Yeah. That's not nice that. to say. Oh, sorry. Shouldn't they have that. skin on their heads. Well, okay. 100% of them are They're not neo-Nazis. Yeah. They're not Golden Dawn people, Are you sure about that? I'm not sure. Eight. Eight percent. <laughs> General Prayuth Chan Ocha declared martial law in Thailand, insisting that the move was not a coup d'etat. He said, no, no, it isn't a coup d'etat. Then staged a coup d'etat <laughs> after rival political leaders failed to reach a compromise during two hours of negotiations in a military complex in Bangkok. Sorry, Prey Youth told the group, I'm taking power. <laughs> but I'm not taking power because yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. a coup. No, no, whoops, yeah. yeah. Did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> well, they've had a lot of coups of late. It does, in fact, people didn't even seem to really care yeah, I mean, that's really why he kind thought of, he could yeah. not even call it a coup anymore. Yeah, yeah. So Business as usual. Yeah, apparently. And uh, here's one of those things I just like to read. Okay. It's not really news. All right. A Russian circus crocodile named Fedya vomited for three hours and missed a performance after a 265-pound female accountant fell on top of him when their tour bus hit a bump. <sighs> that's all. Okay, yeah, that's uh, a good one. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just reading. Um, yes, it is. And I, I'm, I, I don't have anything international-wise. That's, that's pretty you, much. You know, you do such a thorough and, and, and amazing job with all this. Uh, one quick thing. Okay. The Pope. The Pope in, the, in, Pope. in Israel. I thought this was pretty interesting. Pope in Pope, Israel. Yeah. Pope Francis paid a visit to Israel and the occupied territories, flying directly to Bethlehem, where yeah. he was referred to that area as the state of Palestine, which was a pretty big deal yeah. for that part of the world, and made an unscheduled stop at uh, the uh, Israel's separation wall, bowing his head next to graffiti reading apartheid wall and free Palestine. Now, I don't know if he didn't really, you know, didn't know that or not, but it, I kind of think his people probably said said what it was. So it was a kind of a deal. He also laid flowers at the tomb of the founder of modern Zionism. That would be Theodore Herzl in Jerusalem. So he's there. At least he's in the he's in it. He's in the fight here somewhere, somehow, to try and resolve uh, what seems to be an intractable situation between the Palestinians yeah, and the Israelis. Well, good for him. Yeah. yeah. That's right, Mahler. Mahler's excited about the Pope. <laughs> good for you, Mahler. Get rid of that cynical distrust. Good. 
Are you ready for secret stuff, boy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Secret stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah. Well, that was, that was quick. He's yeah, he's apparently... Well, are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Obama administration has blown the cover of its own top CIA official in Afghanistan. The oh, official's excellent. name was included on a list emailed to reporters that was later included in a press pool report circulated to more than 6,000 people. Ouch. Uh, Somebody's going to get fired. That was not so secret anymore. No. Also, in secret stuff, NSA whistleblower... Ed Come on, Snowden. Flavor. Ed, Ed Snowden. Hit oh. it. Ed Snowden. Ed Snowden. Ed Snowden. Okay. NSA whistleblower... Ed Snowden. ...said he believes his disclosures of mass surveillance has helped his country rather than cause harm. This is what... Ed Snowden. ...said. We... Jeez. <laughs> Uh, I like what he said, too, by the way. This okay. is a good thing. Have, have you read this or heard uh, it? I will go ahead. To. We've had the first federal open court to ever review these programs to declare it likely unconstitutional and Orwellian. Mm -hmm. Okay? And now we see Congress agreeing that mass surveillance bulk collection needs to end. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. That's true. Yeah. With all these things happening that the government agrees all the way up to the president again, makes it, make us stronger. How can it be said that I did not serve my government? All right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's a good case. How can it be said that this harmed the country when all three branches of government have made reforms as a result of it? Right. Well, they don't tell been. John Kerry that. Yeah. Because yeah, so. he lashed out at Snowden's comments, telling him to man up yeah. and return to the face to return to face charges and return his face. Yes, return. We want that That's, face yeah. back. Now, and return to face charges in the United States, which is 30 years in prison. Right. Yeah, right. For, right, right, Senator Kerry. You're right. That's what you would do, isn't it? But speaking of faces, what happened to John Kerry's face? <laughs> Come on now. No, I'm serious. It's gotten bigger. There's something, something happened. It's like he got implants or something. A bigger face? He has a bigger face than he's ever had before. Hmm. So speaking of facing... Um, also in secret stuff, in Iraq, the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad moved to destroy vehicles that were supposed to be preserved as evidence in the case of five former Blackwater guards accused of massacring Iraqis in Niswar Square. Yeah. Square. Niswar. Niswar. Niswar Square, yeah. right? Niswar? Uh, uh, that sounds right. Well, you 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 had N some correction Nijur, for me. Nijur, as I've heard it Nijur. said, Nijor Square. Nijor, Nijor Square. Nijor. Yes, it sounds like an H. There's a sound. Sounds like there's an H in it. Okay, the judge over overseeing the case said, if the Department of State and Diplomatic Secret the Security Service has tried deliberately to sabotage this prosecution, they couldn't have hardly done a better job at it. Wow. So it sounds like. Uh, sounds like. Hanky panky trying to protect Blackwater. Yeah, and it you does. gotta wonder what Blackwater slipped under the table to make this happen. Right. Well, and, and Blackwater's been working with the US government since the invasion of Iraq back in two thousand and three. And uh they are deeply embedded in a lot of the uh international nefarious activities the United States is involved in. Yep. I'd want to go back to Ed Stone for one quick moment because uh -huh. I think this is important because he's been talked about as this low-level analyst, this guy who didn't, you know, this, that, and the disgruntled, a lot of things that have been said about him. Yeah. But I thought that in the same, I believe it was in the same interview with Brian Williams, he said um, that I was, I've worked for the CIA in undercover overseas operations. I worked for the NSA 
overseas uh, operations. I work for the Defense Intelligence Agency as a lecturer in the Joint Intelli Counterintelligence Training. I he's basically said I was trained as a spy. I am a spy. Yeah, I find that I mean I just an interesting fact about the and I believe it to be true uh, about the, this whole situation. Well, we brought that up months have, ago. We have we talked about yeah. it before. Well, on, on, on he's on a me. spy. He's a he's, spy, but and I, he's spying. Uh, he, you know, he's essentially a. You know, I wouldn't call him a double agent. He's he learns how to spy, and yeah. then he sees things that are off. So he kind of uses his spy tools. Yeah. To his, uh, his spidey sense. His spidey sense. Yeah. yeah. To, to, to make it happen, no. to, so that we know about it. Right. If and he served as our agent. Right. Uh, essentially. Right. Well, well, the interesting for free. Thing, well, yeah, that's Thank true. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you, Eddie. But the the, the interesting thing is, he he was initially and for a long time portrayed as a contractor. Somebody who did work for the, you know as was hired in he, well, he was for, a contractor. Well, he worked for Booz Allen, which was one is one of these large. He started out as a employment uh, firm agency. Now it works and does all kinds of intelligence There's gathering. There's plenty of, 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 of teachers here on the campus that are contractors. That right. doesn't mean they're not teachers. Right, but I yeah. think there's something else to all of this in the in the big picture, and that is. Uh, contractors who are working, uh, who would make a, a lot more money than government uh, workers do in terms of the same work being done. Yeah. That's one thing. But secondly, this kind of back and forth that is probably happening all the time between private industry and government work agencies and the fact that an, an, an admitted spy is going back and forth between these, in, in between these two worlds. And I'm just, I don't know, there's more to this. There's a lot more to this idea that spies are only people who work for the government. Who said that? Well, it's been, I think, a, a common perception that if you're a spy for the United States, that you're a spy for the government of the United States. I'm just saying, I, I think this is a very interesting aspect. Well, if you're, it. yeah, if you are a spy for the United States, then by definition, you are a spy for the United no, States. No, but, but the, you're a spy that works for the government. That's always been my perception. This is a crazy conversation. No, it's not. I mean, it is. I don't understand what you're saying. He's a spy. Yeah. And he's a contractor. And for a while, he worked for the United States. As a spy? or Well, as, as, as somebody who was gathering information. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Huh? I, I mean, he wasn't in the field being a spy. He, he was trying to, he had data coming in front of him, and he was trying to sort through that data. Right. And so you, I guess you call that a spy. But he was trained to be a spy. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I, I just think, I just he, find he can that, be a spy for anyone. As you know, one of my obsessions is this idea of private and government and the kind of blurring of the distinction between the two. Uh huh. And I just again, I don't know where what he, I'm not. I don't think I have a specific aha moment in this conversation. It's just that I find that this nexus of government and private industry, especially in the world of intelligence, intelligence gathering, and spying, and the internet, to be very, very interesting and i think it's something that goes speaking along. of spying yes new documents show the fbi monitored south african leader nelson mandela during his visit to the united states in 1990 mandela had just been released after 27 years in prison the fbi uh, redacted 169 pages of those documents citing national security the records were obtained by transparency activist ryan shapiro who has sued the u.s government to release information on its role in Mandela's initial capture in 1962 and why it took until 2008 for Mandela to be removed from the U.S. terrorist watch list. Yeah. That's nuts. And and the reports that coming in that the U.S. did help the South African government yeah. 
find him and imprison him. Yeah. They were instrumental yeah, that's what in that. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, and and that the African National Congress was a terrorist organization for a long, long time in their eyes. Also, the FBI announced that it has charged 97 people in 16 countries with using or distributing the software program Black Shades, okay. which allows users to take over another computer's webcam. Do you understand what that means, Mike? Yes. They're looking at us right here at the right, station. Right, exactly. I've got, yeah, I've got a... a, a uh... The FBI, of course, wanted that Black Shades all for itself. Okay. And... Also in uh, secret stuff, a computer backer, hacker, mm-hmm. slacker, who led a series of cyber attacks on governments and corporations before turning FBI informant. That would be a spy. Mm-hmm. That's spy. Yeah. And, and there he is, amazingly, working in the private sector. There you go. And then... See? You know, Okay, I will explore this. What are you supposed to do? Like, I am just going to work for the U.S. government solely. That's it. No. Okay. No. Uh, Has avoided more time in prison. Yeah. I wonder how he did that. Yeah. Well, this is Hector Xavier Monsegur, also known uh, by his nickname Sabu. Sabu, the killer whale, was once a key member of Anonymous. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lalsec. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Launching cyber attacks that cause an estimated fifty million dollars worth of damage. Ooh, yeah. How do they estimate that? I wonder. Well, they in, uh, make it sound big yeah. so they can charge him with more. Fifty million dollars. But he later turned on his cyber comrades. Mm-hmm. He turned on them. That's how. That's did. how he got a, a reduced right, sentence exactly. or no sentence, really. Right. Working for the FBI, Subu allegedly directed his friends to carry out more cyber attacks while feeding investigators enough incriminating evidence to indict them. There is a counter spy for you. There you go. There's there somebody who's working the private sector for the government. That's what spies do. That's what they do. Hey. Okay. Yeah. More spy stuff. More yeah. secret stuff. More secret stuff. Yeah. Well, the House uh, passed a diluted version of the surveillance bill. We had there were some high hopes at one point that this bill might actually put some reins on this mass surveillance, this sort of gobbling up all information anywhere in the world, at, or particularly on, U- on U.S. citizens, uh, as uh, ha- being a real uh, reform. And uh-huh. now the the, pa- the House has passed. Uh, the uh, uh, version of this bill that essentially gives the language is so nebulous that it really is, is no reform at all. In fact, it, in fact, it, a lot of this uh, verbiage could be used to make it more regressive and more harmful to our civil rights. J- Jim Sensenbrenner, um, who n- po- proposed the initial bill, acknowledged the weaknesses. In fact, I think he's going to end up voting against it, um, the bill that he proposed initially. Uh-huh. Okay. Are you done with the uh, secret stuff? No, no, I got a couple more. Real quick couple more. Uh, one is that former um, uh, counterterrorism official by the name of Richard C. Clark, we all know him oh, yeah. from uh, the time around 9-11. He was the advisor to the president, a national coordinator for security and counterterrorism during the Bush administration's first year in office. He resigned in 2003 following the invasion of Iraq. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's called, uh, he says that according to, by his account, uh, George Bush committed war crimes and should be prosecuted at the International Criminal Court. 
uh, fusion centers, which is something I'm even familiar with through through my work. Uh, fusion centers. Uh, fusion centers. These are these kind of ne uh, operating nexuses for uh, police and, and intelligence agencies and state agencies, et cetera, to gather information on possible uh, terrorism in their area. I instead of, you know, what we would hope they would be doing is counterterrorism. In fact, they were using these fusion centers to keep an eye on Occupy Wall Street. Uh, wow. People, yeah. That's so crazy. there's that stuff. Yeah. That's about it. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Wait. Mama, what's the point, Mother? What is the point? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 <laughs> FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. And now it's time, as you know, for drones in Whoa. Yeah, whoa. Wow. Drones in the news. Yeah, it's, wow. All right. Are you okay, Mahler? Yeah, I think you, I can hear him whining. Okay, <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. The CIA's drone program in Pakistan, once the mainstay of Barack Obama's counterterrorism effort, is winding down. There hasn't been a drone strike in Pakistan since last Christmas. Obama said the U.S. would continue to carry out occasional drone strikes. Well, just here, for, the, for old time's yeah. sake, yeah. But he cited Yemen and Somalia, not Pakistan, where drone missiles once rained down at a rate of two per week. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Domestic buildings were hit by drone strikes more than any other target in the CIA's 10-year campaign in the tribal regions of northern Pakistan. That would New be a Wazirstan. Reveals. Yeah. Don't go there. Yeah. By way of contrast, since 2008, in neighboring Afghanistan, drone strikes on buildings were uh, banned in all but the most urgent situations as part of a measure to protect civilian lives. We uh, like of Afghanistan civilians, Pakistani, well, not so much. The Pakistanis literally, would, they do not like us anymore. If they ever uh, did, they do uh, not like us anymore. Also, one week after the Obama administration said it would comply with a federal appeals court ruling ordering it to make public portions of a Justice Department memo that signed off on the targeted killing of a U.S. citizen, the administration is now asking the court for permission to censor additional passages. They're going to redact more of that. And in the interim, yeah. remember they were doing a little bit of redacting, yeah. and they were trying to get uh, David Barron, the former Justice Department official, yeah. uh, confirmed. Oh, this is the guy. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. The federal, so, to the so, federal so, court. So they played you. a little hinky-dinky there, the Obama right. administration did. They said, oh, yeah, you can have this information, but you know, but get this guy confirmed. They confirmed him, and now they're going to pretty much black out most Redact of the information. Lot. Yeah, see, yeah. And this is the guy again. He he wrote the policy essentially that uh, that David justified Barron. the yeah, yeah. justified the drone strikes. Yep, yep. Also, a passenger plane preparing to land at Perth Airport in Australia narrowly missed colliding with a drone. Just I bring that up. Uh, also, a U.S. spy drone has flown through U.K. airspace for the first time. It was on its way from uh, where was it now? Traveling through southern Europe on a Norway uh, via UK airspace, uh, and they they were okay with that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But this is the first time that a drone flown over the UK, and a interesting that they even knew that. I mean, I thought part of the appeal of drones is that they were kind of stealthy. Well, there was this, wasn't, this was a planned okay. and, uh, testing kind of how could they could control this and you gotcha. know okay. where are the routes. So okay. there, and now this just in from the Ministry of Peace. President Barack Obama laid out his vision for the direction of U.S. foreign policy in a speech to graduates at West Point. Yes. Obama offered no major policy changes, but said that uh, we should probably be a little bit more cautious in the future. 
Despite calling for that restraint, though, Obama endorsed continuing a policy that allows for U.S. military action to defend what he called the nation's core interests, like General Electric and, mm-hmm. you know, Shell Oil, Shell, this type yeah. Thing. Yeah. not just in cases of self-defense. In the only new policy to come out of his speech, Obama proposed a multi-billion dollar counterterrorism partnership fund. You talked about that a little earlier. Yeah. Meanwhile, he gave 10,000 men the opportunity to be the last man to die for our mistake in Afghanistan. Oh. Obama announced the U.S. occupation of Afghanistan will continue until the end of 2016. He said that the U.S. will maintain about 10,000 troops there after its formal combat mission concludes at the end of this year. Okay. That's a little, is that a, well, yeah, the official combat combat um, part of it is over as of the end of this year. Yeah. But we're still going to have 10,000 troops yeah. there. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Just... The U.S. Uh, Veterans Affairs Department announced that it was expanding to 26 VA facilities. Its investigation into allegations of record falsification and medical treatment delays that might have led to patient deaths. A federal judge has ordered a three-month ban on all executions in Ohio following a botched killing earlier this year. You remember that one? Yes. Dennis McGuire, he lasted for 30 minutes. He was gasping for air. Yes. Ohio had planned on using higher doses of the same lethal injection drugs, but a judge said, "Uh uh-uh. F Supreme Court ruling striking down a death row striking down death row guidelines in Florida could halt scores of executions across the country. The decision overturned a Florida law that limited how death row prisoners can prove they are mentally disabled. Apparently in Florida, if you had anything above 70, you weren't Yeah, 70 is the, the number. So you'd have 70.5 on an IQ Literally, in, yeah. in, they were killing guys who had 71. Yeah. They they would do is they would take and they would average the test. If that if that helped them, they would average out the, the different yeah. tests to say Round oh well, off say, to the yeah. closest if he was execution 68, 65, score. 75, 73, they would say, Oh, that averages out to seventy one. We have to kill you. Well, they round off to the zero. They wouldn't round off to the one. Okay. You know, they yeah, have to get yeah, down yeah. to seventy. Yeah. They have to get down to seventy. Yeah. That's the important part. Yeah, yeah, right. What was your IQ by the way? Uh it was uh the U ruling will now force, that's not funny. The ruling will now force Florida and eight other states to come up with new guidelines, and up to 20 oh. prisoners will now be, uh, you know, kind of challenging their death sentence. Yeah, deals. yeah. Th- th- again, I mean, th- the states have looked for ways around this because this has been, a, this has been in, in place for a while. The Supreme yeah. Court already said this once, and they had to kind of go back and restate it because uh, these, these states that we're talking about are so determined to carry out the, the, the death penalty that they were willing to fudge the numbers a little bit in order to make this happen. Now, we were talking about shale not too long ago. We were. Yeah. The amount of oil that could be extracted from the country's largest shale oil formation has been overstated by 96%. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Right here in this country. We were supposing having all the surplus? Uh-uh. Really? Yeah. Yep. Apparently, it's the wrong kind of shale. So the, the the one that I believe to be the biggest is the one that's kind of along the Appalachian Mountains. Is that the one we're talking about? Just, the, uh, yeah, or yeah, exactly, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it is it is no longer there. Huh? It, 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 it no longer mineable. Interesting. Kind of puts a cramp in our. Uh, well, cramp I don't. In our I don't again, I don't know enough about the uh, 
the, the way all this works, but I, does that impact natural gas as well? Have we over, is there any indication that we've overstated the amount of natural gas? Energy in general, I don't all know. across the board. Oh. We thought we had more reserves. We don't. Real? Oh, yeah. okay. Because we can't harvest this stuff. Okay. Oh, well. Yeah. So I think alternative energy yeah. might be a way to go. Gosh, I don't know. I don't know. Call me crazy. I don't know. If every if every home built from this day forward in the United States had solar panels on it by, and there's lots of ways, tax breaks and all kinds of stuff, I think we could get a long ways towards getting away from oil and gas. Yeah? Yeah, I do. Huh. I do believe that. Oh, boy. And now, you know, I don't even know if I should bring this up. Uh-oh. Does yeah. it, is it going to upset him? I don't know. A is California man killed seven people, including himself, after oh. posting a video to YouTube saying, all you popular kids, you've never accepted me, and now you'll have to pay for it. This guy, uh, by the way, stabbed three Asian men to death before leaving his uh, sorority house, then killing two women, so on and so forth. Went on a rampage in uh, uh, Santa Barbara. Yeah. Ala Vista. The father is now... For the way, uh, by the way, too, the, the news seemed to turn this into a um, a white man against woman thing. Okay. The guy's not a white man, for one thing. Okay. And the first thing he did is kill three Asian men. Yeah. There's, okay. there's a lot more going on here. As as I like to say, whatever happened to crazy? Whatever to crazy? Just flat crazy? Yeah. It, well, the, he did issue some sort of video... Yeah, manifesto well, he, in which he talked about how women. He talked and, about everybody. Did he he? Talked, okay. any anybody who who put him down essentially was okay. was at risk. Okay. Ah, the father of one of the slain victims is now vowing to continue speaking out in favor of gun control. Uh, Richard Martinez, whose twenty-year-old son Christopher was killed, called out the National Rifle Association and politicians who stand in the way of gun reform. He said he rejects condolences from lawmakers saying, I don't care about your sympathy. Get to work and do something. Well, there you go. There. Yeah. yeah that's that's Sounds good. like a, a good plan. Yeah. You were pointing to something on your daily uh, blast there or beast. This. I, this I, means nothing to me. This, I want to make sure we're talking about the same thing. That Yes. this uh, We've been talking about this uh, for a long time as the uh, F-35 Joint Strike Fighter. It's a plane that cost... Individually, when you break down the cost of the program by the amount of planes that have actually produced in this program, uh-huh. about four hundred million dollars per plane. Four hundred million. Four hundred million. And one of the one of the supposed uh, advantages of this plane is that it has the same uh, characteristic as the Harrier jets the Brits built about forty five years ago, uh-huh. which the plane can fly in and kind of do a helicopter maneuver. The yeah. the, the the wings doesn't change. Need, doesn't need a full airfield. Yeah, it, it can actually land like a helicopter. Yeah. Under the right circumstances. Uh-huh. Well, we built this into the uh, this F thirty this F thirty five strike. Good for us. Yes. The problem is it's twice as heavy as any of the Harrier jets. And and it is uh, and in order for the thrust of this thing to work, huh. it has to put out a lot more heat in the engines, and apparently none of the airfields or none of the places that they would actually want to land this thing could accommodate 1,700 degree temperatures in order to. Huh. So here's another flaw in a plane that costs 400 million dollars mm-hmm. per unit, and I'm just saying and the, and yet and yet. What about little heating pads? The, you know, the cor- they're, corning they're, wear. They're literally talking wear. about having to have special pads. This is exactly uh-huh. part of this article, that they'll have to install anywhere that they want to land this mm-hmm. thing, which are extremely expensive. First some pot holders and some, pot some, holders, some uh, corning wear. Yeah, some corning. I've seen that stuff on TV where the yeah. guy just shoots a 
a flame at it. Well, yeah. yeah, you could do that. So the, my point is, the gover- gover- the Pentagon specifically continues to build them. This is an opportunity for the entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. You come up with a biggest, bigger piece of corningware, sell it to the U.S. government at an inflated price, and you're... You're golden. You know, I'm, at some point, I'm going to f- find out the total cost of this program, and I will blurt it out during the show. But uh-huh. uh, it, it is in the tens of billions of dollars for a plane that's basically designed to fight an enemy that no longer exists. This uh-huh. is, was built, designed and built initially at a time when we were still worried about the Soviet Union. That's how long this thing's been on the drawing but board. But we got to cut Social Security. But we, that, uh, this is right? insane. $400 million. And we got to get rid of, of the U.S. Postal Service. Yeah, and we have to, yeah. There's a lot but of in real the meantime, high priority things. Yeah, yeah. We're subsidizing this crap. It is absolute crap. It will never fly. It will never. It's crap. It will never see a day of combat. $400 million each. Yeah, crap. That's crap. That's right, Mahler. Crap. The mayor of Chicago unveiled a series of new measures aimed uh, at uh, making it harder to buy firearms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is Rahm Emanuel. Mm-hmm. He wants uh, people to videotape all gun sales and limit them to one per month per customer. Okay. Fair enough. That sounds good. Yeah, and you need background checks, complete training, and uh, I would say you know like a driver's license. Yeah. Fair enough. And face quarterly audits of their inventory. How That's about, crazy. How about the guy in uh, back east that came up with the, uh, started selling the guns that y- if you have a wristband or it, basically there's a there's a two components. You've got the gun and you've got this wristband yeah. that identifies you as the guy who actually, it's a sort of a, uh, it identifies you, yeah. specifically your gun. He's under death threats for selling this stuff. Wow. You know, it, it would keep kids from grabbing these things and, and shooting themselves. The National September 11th Memorial Museum opened to criticism from some victims' families about the inclusion of a gift shop selling such items as New York Fire Department dog vests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 Mahler wants. You want one of those, don't you, Mahler? And earrings fashioned from trees that survived 9-11. Yep. There's the old entrepreneurial spirit. Yes. You know, 3,000 people die in a horrific uh, tumbling blast of yeah. concrete and crap and we turn it into profits the law enforcement officials uh, announced arrest of 71 new york city area residents for trading child pornography including a rabbi a nanny a boy scout den leader a former mount pleasant police chief Whew. that would be brian finelli okay brian finelli yeah told investigators he began looking at child porn this is a guy that was arrested. Yeah. He began looking at child porn as research for a sexual abuse awareness classes he taught in local schools, and then grew that grew into a personal interest. Ugh. Yeah. 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 And the Irwindale City Council voted Wednesday night to drop its declaration that Siracha's, Siracha, mm-hmm. Siracha, mm-hmm. hot sauce plant was a public nuisance. They dropped that. Oh, so they, they can go. They can make the sriracha as much as they so want. It stinks up the the neighborhood, right? Isn't that the problem? Isn't that what they see as the the issue? Is that the neighborhood stinks for a number of weeks while yeah. they make this stuff? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's all I got. All right. You, Are you okay? You just did a magnificent job. By the way, no, I didn't. Just by the way, it uh, the this uh, ep- you know that that's that jo- sets that the, sets the bar so low. The joint when strike I do force, a good job and you comment the, on it. The, I won't know. The joint strike force 
I was being cynically. Never mind. All right, the, the Joint, Joint Strike, Strike Force, Force fighter. Yeah. Fifty-five billion dollars in research and development uh, that are directly attributed to this. Well, that's effort. the amount. Fifty-five billion dollars for. Uh, and down the toilet. Down essentially for planes that will probably never see any significant flight time yeah, in national defense and cost about where's the outrage in all that million dollars per plane people per get plane. upset at food stamps yeah i know, I know. And, and yeah 400 million. Oh, and finally polk state college in lakeland florida announced it would begin using a third party to verify job candidate diplomas and transcripts after discovering that business professor david broxterman falsified his phd credentials from the University of South Florida. The diploma, his diploma, had a signature from USF President Judy C. Genshaft that should have been Judy L. Genshaft. You know, you you can make those mistakes. Yeah. What do you... CL... The wrong color and placement of the USF seal. Huh? It was a Photoshop uh, era there. And the word board... You know, from you know the the board of trustees says, yeah. was was not spelled B O A R D, but it was misspelled B A O R D. <laughs> hmm. <laughs>